Welcome to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Now here's your Lighthouse Council host. Hello and welcome to The Beacon Podcast. I'm Lighthouse Council Senior Consultant Martha Ross, your host for today's discussion with Patricia Glazer Shea of Shea Advisory Services. Welcome, Pat. Hi, Martha. We're so happy to have you here today to talk about Giftful, a wonderful new concept that you're developing. But before we jump in, let me tell our listeners just a little bit about Pat. And this will be extremely abbreviated because we'd be here the whole time if uh, I told you everything about Pat Shea that I know in her life. Pat is the principal of Shea Advisory Services which provides services for nonprofit and profit organizations in leadership, philanthropy, gender equity, and social justice. That tells you a lot about Pat right there. She also was co-founder, president, and CEO of Gibful, a technology startup that automates workplace giving and volunteering. Pat served remarkably as president and CEO for the YWCA Nashville and Middle Tennessee for 11 years, growing net assets to $10 million and increasing the number of people served. And finally, but not least, she is chapter chair of the Nashville chapter of Women Presidents Organization, which she founded in 2010. A very robust group of professional women who come together and share and learn and just really help each other and bring everything they have to the communities they serve. So good morning, Pat, and welcome again. Hey, Martha. So what's never on the resume is the years I got to work with you and <laughs> learn from you. Oh. So when I listen to my resume and I think of what I've gotten to do, but how much those years that we worked together meant to me and how much I did learn from you. And it's kind of cool that you're still in a consulting and leadership role. Well, thank you, Pat. That's very generous. And I from you for sure. So tell me about your latest adventure and venture, Giveful. I um, have this wonderful, what I consider gift that I want to give to everyone. And that's the concept of being Giveful. As you mentioned, I spent about three years as the head of a tech startup. And that was um, a SaaS-based product where we automated workplace giving and volunteering. And the name of the company was Giveful, G-I-B-F-U-L. When we sold the company, everything was purchased except the brand. And I always loved that name. And so as I was working towards some other projects, one day I was interviewing some women about their giving patterns. And I just was overcome by the notion that those who give receive. And everybody believes that, but we don't live that way. And I went back through all my interviews and every one of those interviews repeated the same pattern. These women would tell me of these unbelievably amazing, grand things they would do, philanthropic things they would do. But what brought you alive was what happened to them as a result of what they did, the friendships they forged, um, things they learned. And I just started calling that being giftful. It's the idea of, you know, creatively, consciously giving of yourself to others while being open to receiving the gifts you automatically get back. So it's, grounded in those it's that concept I found interesting of giving is also receiving. 
Yes. Yes. And we know that. Those of us in fund development, we know that. And when you ask, I've been in front of audiences and I always say, who believes those who give receive? Everybody raises their hand, but then we don't operate that way. <laughs> so I'm all about sort of recrafting the idea of being giftful and how deep and wide it really can be. Pat recently did a TED Talk, and we will include the link to that TED Talk. It's a wonderful talk that talks about giftful. But one of the great, uh, to me, subtle but powerful differences was the health benefit of being full yeah. and the philosophy you've developed about giftful. Talk to us about that a minute. Well, as I started thinking more about this idea that those who give receive, I sort of was like, okay, now I need to prove it. And I looked into, as we again know, the health benefits of giving. And there are physical health benefits and there are mental health benefits of giving. Um, so I've kind of framed up being giftful as a personal wellness practice because of those benefits. People who are giftful actually have a physical response. Our body's wired to give. So immediately upon being generous and being giveful, we have this great warm feeling. But people who give on a regular basis, who are connected to those around them, they have lower blood pressure. They live longer. They're happier. From a mental health perspective, they, they have a sense of purpose. They have a sense of belonging. So there's lots and lots of research out there supporting that having a giftful life really does improve our physical well-being and our mental well-being. And then recently, the Surgeon General's come out with a report that talks about loneliness, isolation, and separation are the number one health hazards for our generation right now. And he talked about a six-point strategy to, to manage those issues. And one was to build a culture of connectivity. And that's really what Giffle does. It, it, you stay in a position of being open to seeing what's going on around you, the needs of people, with the, with the realization that you're always giving and receiving. And that's the connectivity that brings that positive well-being, the health, the mental health, and the physical health well-being. So I thought it was, I didn't even know the Surgeon General was going to come out with that report that specifically dealt with the lack of connection isolation. And so Giffle really is one solution. I also think if you go down the spiritual side, which of course you and I both like to do, uh, every major religion on the face of the earth talks about those who give receive. In fact, they talk about the receiving to be, you know, a multiple of what you give. And so I say, it's kind of what God wants us to do as well. So it's good for our health. What God wants us to do, it's what the world needs us to do. And I'm kind of promoting it is that um, personal habit of a wellness habit. So how do we get there? How do we change? What is the kind of protocol or the program or how do we get into this giveful mentality that changes the way we think and operate in the world? Well, one of the things I really would love to see is the nonprofit community begin to embrace this concept and begin to teach our donors and our volunteers a broader view of giving and receiving. Uh, because I do think it's, it's not that complicated. It's kind of seeing it from a different viewpoint. I mean, the basis of philanthropy is really love of humanity. And I think the basis of GIFL is the same. So for me, I would say it's number one, um, be aware. 
So when you're going through life, see opportunities to give. They are everywhere. They're on 440 when you're driving to work in the morning. They're in the grocery store when you see someone's left a cart out in the parking lot. They're when your niece calls you and says she's struggling in school. Opportunities are everywhere, so be aware. Also, under that aware category, understand what you have to give. What's special about you? Both of us, Martha, we're connectors. And so I love connecting people and helping them find the resource or the person they need to accomplish what it is they're working on. Other people have wisdom. They have money. They have resources. They have jobs. But knowing what your gifts are and what brings you joy to give is also, I think, important. After the awareness, I'd say the decision to act. And that's where people, I think, really struggle. But take that first step. Um, I was at Dillard's yesterday, returning some stuff, buying some stuff, and I had half a pizza in a box. I was carrying it because I had lunch with Zach. And the woman working at Dillard said, I love that restaurant. And I said, yeah, it was really good. I said, I have half a pizza here because it was so big. And she said, oh my goodness, what kind was it? And I told her, and she said, I love that pizza. And I said, would you like this? And she looked at me and she goes, you know, I haven't had any lunch. And I walked out of there laughing because I would have never thought to offer half a pizza to a Dillard's worker. <laughs> but the conversation just went down that path. I had a pizza. She was hungry, right? It was really simple. Um, and then the last step, you know, after you are aware and take action, it's really be ready to accept. You know, take one moment and feel that warmth of your action, but also let the world give to you. You know, don't expect to be independent and isolated and that you're totally responsible for everything you need to do. There are people out there that want to give to you as much as you want to give to them. I think that acceptance part, it can be for certain personality types, including me, um, the hardest part of this that, you know, being, I'm saying, okay, yes, I'll accept your help for me. That's, uh, that's, Probably a difficult thing for a lot of people, but there's a, a way to learn about that, how to do that. So that's good. Well, well, as you said earlier, giving and receiving are really one practice, right? Yes, they I are. I mean, it's, it's not two separate things. I mean, breathing is a perfect example. We breathe in and we breathe out. You know, when we breathe in, we're taking in the gifts of nature. When we breathe out, we are helping all the trees. And we don't even think about that. And... I have found so many giftful patterns in our biology and in our um, nature and in our botany. And so we're doing it unconsciously. So yep. I'm almost saying do it consciously. Yeah, you know, bring that awareness. Yeah. yeah, start participating in it. It's so much fun. It really is a ball. And it changes your attitude for the whole day. Absolutely. So now... I'm excited to think about, okay, is how do I how do I get this as a training tool? How do I learn more about it? Where do I read about it? Where do I, what are you what are you producing? What are you thinking about in terms of rolling this out? So the TEDx was really my first big step in going public. I'd been thinking about this for quite some time. And after I did the TEDx, I'm doing some speaking both with nonprofits as well as some public um and publicly traded companies and some private companies. So I am really happy to come and talk to an organization. I'm working on curriculum. I would love to 
partner with a nonprofit and see how this could roll out with the people that they are engaged with from a fundraising or a volunteering perspective. You know, it's it's still very much a concept, but there is a business plan behind this notion because I think being giftful, if we can get people to see it as a wellness practice, if we can get them to see it as combining their philanthropy with their well-being and their spirituality, and then we could really get them to see how important almost like a movement would be. So I, I picture myself, if I was running a nonprofit today, how could I engage those who are working with me on a day-to-day basis in a deeper level of giving and receiving? And um, I think holding conversations and having people start to broaden their ideas of giving and receiving would be extremely beneficial. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Pat, I just love talking with you always, and I thank you so much for finding time. You have such a busy life and schedule, but Lighthouse is particularly thankful to have you join us today, and we're glad you could share your wisdom and your incredible insights with our podcast audience. Before we leave, though, I may not have touched on something that you think is critical, and I've just my own... um, misstepping. Is there anything that we have have not talked about that you think is important for our listeners to remember or think about? Well, I think being giftful is a practice that you all, everyone has to start themselves. It's a real private practice. And so, um, you know, one takeaway from today would be for anyone who hears this podcast to spend the next three to five days and just pursue sort of a giftful attitude and um, see what happens see how it makes them feel. Because I think the proof is in the action. And when you start to um, live this way, when you start to find these opportunities, it begins to change the way you see the world, which again, from a fund development perspective, it changes the way I approach donors. But it is an internal practice. So start there. Start with the way that you are experiencing your day-to-day life. That's excellent. I'm, I'm doing it. I promise you. I will. So for our listeners, you can connect with Pat on LinkedIn and read more about her on the Lighthouse Council website. And we will, uh, at that time, you know, put the link on so you can really listen to it all and also uh, think more about Gipful. I thank you for listening. I thank you so much, Pat. It's always great to speak with you. It always helps me be a better person. I'm Martha Roth. We'll hope to see you next time on The Beacon Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Beacon, your connection to nonprofit success. Tune in every week for nonprofit topics with special guest interviews. Suggest future topics and learn more about upcoming podcasts and guests at lighthousecouncil.com.